New developments in synthetic biology are impacting many fields, from healthcare, agriculture, to manufacturing. The community is growing, and many styles have emerged, like George Church even. Last Wednesday, I got the amazing opportunity to attend Canada's second annual SynBio conference at Mars. The day was long and featured many speakers, including George Church. A pitch competition with startups for a $35,000 award was also included. I talked to a bunch of researchers and learned a ton. First, I want to talk about George Church. He did a keynote as well as a panel. And if you don't know George Church, he's a highly successful um, uh, researcher, and I highly suggest you look him up. He's the director of personalgenomes.org, and his team was one of the founders of the CRISPR system. And he's also written a fantastic book about synthetic biology and genetic engineering called Regenesis. He talked about his work in the genetic engineering space. It is getting easier to use CRISPR-Cas and uh, it can be used to make single base pair changes. Uh, to make an elephant resistant to viruses, it only takes 44 changes, and it only takes 62 to make a pig allow it to be available for xenotransplants. But he states that the system is old and it's blunt. It knocks out, it knocks in, it's just very messy. The reason why it has gained so much popularity is that because it's so simple, it is appealing because it does not require much and allows your body to repair itself. We were overdue for a change. The media, uh, CRISPR therapy in China, and the general concerns about the system have actually made it stick around. He's been looking into different alternatives, um, such as phage integrases or human artificial chromosomes in the future. We are in for a massive change, and it will be hard to turn our backs to the CRISPR system that we love so much. We've reached a milestone that allows 15,000 adenine changes in human cell lines, so it'll be super hard to look around and start something new. Apart from the very informative talk he gave, I learned a lot about how legit he is. He's working on so many projects and has done a lot for the community of synthetic biology. The talk he gave was not even the first talk he gave in the last 24 hours. When you know so much and you've accomplished so much, anyone will listen to you and follow what you say. There were many other great talks throughout the day by a broad range of people who were involved in the synthetic biology community, from PhDs at labs, entrepreneurs of highly successful companies, to venture capitalists. They touched upon a variety of subjects, including synthetic probiotics, uh, bringing back dead plants for fragrances, and agriculture. The part I liked a lot was the pitch competition. There were six companies presenting their ideas in synthetic biology and uh, their past successes in their companies. You can go research all the companies by yourself if interested, but here's a quick intro for each. So there is the Creative Protein Solutions, which created a biosensor that can detect certain infectious diseases and inflammation using biomarkers. The disease can be connected to your phone and sent you the information wirelessly. Uh, there's FredSense Technologies. This is the one that won, so this is pretty interesting. The main problem they are trying to solve is contaminated water. A lot of the field kit centers that are used today uh, take too much time, and sometimes they need you to send a sample to the labs. They have developed a new in-field sensor called the Field Ready Electrochemical Director, Detector, or FRED for short. They have sensors that can detect many types of chemicals and materials in your water, including arsenic, manganese, and iron, and even test the acidity of the water. Uh, then there's Genesis uh, Bio Industries, which is a company that works in more of the manufacturing side of the applications. They have developed an innovative solution to the high price of biodegradable PHA, or polyhydroxyl alkanoids. 
They have modified the production process to make it more applicable uh, to different applications and also more sustainable. And then there's metaphage bioceuticals. They are targeting the problem of genetic engineering. They believe that some of the current systems are not uh, at its highest efficacy and safety possible. Uh, their solution is using mini-string DNA for gene therapy, but they believe that their solution applied the door open to true personalized gene therapies. There's Spindle Biotech. They're actually situated in J-Labs in Toronto and work at mimicking nature to create DNA. They find that the current way of synthesizing DNA is inefficient and bulky. They have developed a new benchtop synthesizer to improve the future of synthetic genomics. The last one is Tatum Biosciences. They're tackling antibiotic resistance and developing different live therapeutics to fight different diseases. Seeing all these startups was super cool. If I've learned one thing uh, from going to this conference is that the field for research is opening up. It's not a linear path anymore. You can be an entrepreneur who starts um, your own company or a medical doctor performing clinical trials or even a PhD at a lab, or a venture capitalist. There's truly so many opportunities now in the fields of medicine and genetics, and so many ways you can impact people's lives and research. That is it. Thank you for listening to a five-minute review on my experience at SynBio 2019. Hopefully, I can go next year and meet new amazing people. But always remember, our genes tell us the story of our past, but within it lies the key to the future. I'm Cameron Kerr. See you next time on Generation Genome.